Maybe it's hidden in the airing cupboard, he said to Chimp. It wasn't. Maybe it's under the sofa, he guessed. It wasn't. Maybe it's in the fridge, he tried. It wasn't. But there was a plate of his favourite marmalade sandwiches, so he took one and bit into it. Fergus Hamilton, you wee beastie, said his mum as she came through the door in her nurse's uniform, back from the night shift. They're for tea later. Sorry, said Fergus through a mouthful of marmalade. Och, it's only one and it's your birthday anyway. She hugged him so tight he dropped the rest of his sandwich, much to Chimp's delight, who swallowed it along with a piece of chalk and a plastic soldier. By jinx, Fergus, you're up with the crack of dawn. Grandpa shuffled into the kitchen, rubbing his eyes. It's not even six yet. He's been looking for his presents, said Mum. Have not? fibbed Fergus. Pants on fire, Mum said and smiled. They're in the cupboard with the vegetables. I knew you'd never look there. Oh, great, said Fergus. But he felt his heart sink, knowing there was no way anyone could squeeze a bicycle in with the spuds and the swede. He was right. In the cupboard were three parcels, but not one was big enough to be even a scooter. There was a box of toffees from Mrs. McCafferty who lived two doors down and had a cat called Carol that terrorised Chimp. There was a pack of playing cards with star footballers in the back from Mrs. Flynn who lived two doors up and had a cat called Colin that terrorised Carol. And there was a book about Spoke Sullivan from Mum along with a kite and a card that played Happy Birthday in 73 languages. They're all fantastic, said Fergus. Thanks. And he meant it because he loved toffee and playing card games and he'd always wanted a kite. I'll put them in my bedroom, he said. For safekeeping, he added, eyeing Chimp, who was eyeing the toffee. Hang on, Sonny, said Grandpa. You haven't opened mine yet. And he handed Fergus a square cardboard box. Fergus shook it and it rattled slightly. Then he carefully unfolded all the flaps until he could see inside. It was a bike helmet. A brand new, shiny red and yellow bike helmet. That's brilliant, said Fergus. Well, try it on, Sonny, said Grandpa. Maybe later, Fergus said, thinking there wasn't much point in trying it on ever. But safety comes first, and you're going to need it. Uh, for what? asked Fergus, confused. For this! said Mum, and opened the front door to the flat. There, on the landing, was a package, a tall, wide, almost definitely bike-shaped package. I don't believe it, cried Fergus, and he didn't. How had she managed it? They didn't have the money for a swift, he knew that, and yet, right in front of him, wrapped in brown paper with a tag hanging off the handle, was a bike. Happy birthday, Fergus, it read. Love Mum and Grandpa. Fergus went to work, ripping off all the brown paper and strips, Chimp barking happily at his side, until standing there in front of him was... Well, what exactly was it? Because its paintwork was a rusty brown. It had barely eight gears, and there was no suspension to be seen. One thing was for sure, though. It most definitely was not a Sullivan Swift. Uh, thanks, said Fergus unable to hide the disappointment in his voice. I know it's not the one you wanted, love, said Mum, but it works, doesn't it, Herc? Aye, 
said Grandpa. More than. Do you know this was your dad's bike back in the day? He even beat Choppy Wallace on it once. But that was years ago, thought Fergus to himself. Now it didn't look as if it could beat Chimp. It's been in the back of my shop all that time and I'd forgotten about it until now, said Grandpa. A lick of paint and it'll be good as new. Come on, let's go and give it a spin. I'll... I'll try it later, maybe, said Fergus. I'm a bit tired now. I think I did wake up too early after all. I might just go back to bed for a bit. And quickly and quietly, he took his other presents back to his bedroom and flopped onto the duvet, leaving his bike standing forlornly in the front room with Mum and Grandpa.